the numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, right. 11, and most of 11, the and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder. Okay, so we're going to talk about recession. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we just said we weren't going to do that. The market shifting. Oh, market my shifting. goodness. Hi. Hi. It's been a month. Uh -huh. oh, uh -huh. Back to the old inconsistency that we were so well known for. And then we were like, oh, we're consistent again. And now we're inconsistent. And I think we've opened like the last four shows talking about <laughs> whether we're on or off. I think our challenge is sometimes our job's call us in place of recording a podcast for our Duty 20 calls. followers. As much as we enjoy doing this, sometimes uh, we have to prioritize. This isn't paying the bills. Not yet. I don't even know. Let me see Will if I ever? can. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, share it with we your did, friends, guys. We did drop some golden nuggets here. So um, so I think, here, I'm going to look up our stats here. Oh, no, I can't even get into my account. Great. <laughs> I thought we were. I thought we were gonna look up, see what kind of followership. They cancel it when you when you don't log in in thirty. I days. will say we've had over a thousand plays. That's fantastic. So take that. Yeah. Um, okay. So all jokes aside, recession's a hot topic right now. It is. And initially, when we were going to do this podcast, we were talking about um, like how to bulletproof yourself against a recession. And mm -hmm. then you brought up a good point. You're like, "Hey, dude." Not everyone believes we're going into a recession or are in a recession or in some cases, extreme case, cases, uh, people have thrown around depression. Right. Um, which I thought was a very intuitive, uh, uh, good call on your part. Right. <laughs> it's like, like you called it out so that we didn't get too far down the road and then people like call us out and they're yeah. like, Hey, we, so, okay. Don't so freak people out. Why did you say that? Well, we just, we, first of all, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't. Right. Oh. Can't predict the future. Okay. And I also think that different companies, different people are experiencing different things in their business. So where one may be feeling like they're entering a recession, maybe another company is thriving in this market. You're so good at dynamic. seeing the bigger global picture. <laughs> I get real rabbit hole sometimes. I'm like, well... I've talked to five people this week yeah. and they've told they me it's reset. recession. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're doing a podcast it's on happening. it. Um, okay. So good call. Well, yeah, but I, but I do appreciate that we're talking about the idea of something like that. And I know you and I have dealt with that in our businesses in the past. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling things shift, yeah. what are you doing to prepare for the unknown? Okay. Right? Agreed. So, Here's what we do know. Mm -hmm. Things are a changing. Things are a changing. What song is that? I don't know, mm. but you kind of, it was kind of felt like a seventies Janis Joplin <laughs> thing. You were going, <laughs> I'm going to go try to see if I can find that and weave it in. Um, yeah. So like things are changing, like mm -hmm. things have been good mm -hmm. from a stock market, unemployment. I mean, COVID wasn't good, but somehow people seem to come out better Thrived. for that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stimulus money thrown into the economy. Uh, real estate's been good, mm -hmm. except I would argue, I'm going to argue with you. Oh, that okay. sounded more aggressive than it needed to <laughs> buckling up. Yeah. What's coming at me? No, I was just thinking about it. Like I was thinking about with some of my coaching clients that are like, Oh, you know, this next market's going to be really tough. I'm like, dude, the market you've been in is tough. Mm -hmm. When you have a buyer and you're competing against 40 or 50 other buyers for a home, yeah, it's gnarly. That's gnarly. Yeah. That's more tough than I think like 
some of the markets of the past. Totally. Even some of the worst markets. Right. And like nothing to buy, like no homes for sale, like inventory just being nothing and everyone scrapping over the same house. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't seem in, in my opinion, like an easy market. Now it was a fast market. Yes. So things are moving. Yes. Right. Like houses are flying off the shelves. People are quick decision. Um, I think maybe there's some excitement around that and people feel like, oh, that's a good market, but like mm -hmm. really not. And, and the number of sales way down. Right. So less money ultimately was, um, well, I don't know if less money, I don't know. The volume was, I don't know. I, I think Prices it was, were up. It's the pace. So yeah, but the pace was super fast. And I would argue that your average agent probably needs the buyer income side of things. That's probably what, like 70% of your business, if not more. As I feel like a newer, lot of newer average agents agent. aren't yeah. very listing heavy no. and listings were name of the game, right? Like that you knew it was going to sell, you knew it was going to sell fast, go get the next one. But yeah. like, I agree with you. I don't think it's, I don't think it was an easy market. Yeah. I know our, you know, production was down as far as number of units, prices were up. So that made up for it. But yeah. We didn't get to accelerate, you know, the number of closings because it was so dang competitive. Yeah, super People competitive. People were like, here's my first child in a kidney. Can mm -hmm. I please get this house? Mm -hmm. Oh, and I'll take no commission. It's like, yeah. what is going on? Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so in a lot of ways, we've been through tons of different market shifts. COVID mm -hmm. hit. You remember that? That was like a hot mess for mm -hmm. at least a month and a half. People were losing their minds. And then the world like stopped. PPP loans came out. And yeah. then like, and all of a sudden like the market went roaring ahead. Mm -hmm. So market shifts kind of like guaranteed. Right. So when I came in, in my one track mind of recession talk and things like that, I think we landed in a much better place for this conversation to talk about if we know that market shift and change is guaranteed when right. it comes to business, mm -hmm. how do you do a better job of preparing right. and being able to take advantage of the opportunities that market shifts bring? And that's what we're going to talk about today. It only took us five minutes and 54 <laughs> seconds to get there. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, so first things first. So recession or not recession, recession doesn't really matter. Um, and, and I said this actually to a client the other day. I said, it doesn't matter what the market does. Mm -hmm. People will transact, mm -hmm. right? Totally. People are going to buy hot dogs at the store, recession or no recession yep. for the most part. Yep. People are going to buy and sell homes, recession or no recession. Yep. People are going to buy cars. Now, the number of you know, units being sold mm -hmm. or the prices, that might all change and how they pay for it. And, mm -hmm. and you know, that whole world will change. But one way or another, people will transact, right? Right. For the necessities of life, for sure. And mm -hmm. housing is a necessity. Right. So knowing that, what I feel like a lot of times happens is that we get really in our head about what the market's doing, mm -hmm. or we get into a fear state, mm -hmm. like, oh my God, you know, what does this mean? It means my business is going to dry up and I'm going to go out of business or whatever, you know, whatever psychological stuff goes on in your head. And that's, you know, in my mind, that's the scary place to be. Mm. So what's your first step? When you, when you look at the headlines or you're thinking about the market that either we're in or is about to come, like, where do you start with all of it? How do you, how do you, how do you keep in a good place on it? Yeah. Or how I, do you take I advantage? I think the, the thing you shouldn't do is be in denial and ignore it and think everything is going to be okay. You yeah. know, if you go into a shifting market doing the same thing you've always been doing, that's not setting your up, yourself up for success in a, in a shifting market. 
So when COVID hit. Yeah. When COVID hit, the first thing we did, because literally everything was shut down at one point. Everything was at a standstill and it was like, okay. It was a little scary. It was terrifying. What did you do the first like week of COVID? Mm -hmm. Did you chill? I mean, what else? You couldn't go anywhere. You know what I did in the first week? I just remember this the other day. What'd you do? I beat Super Mario 2 for the first time (laughs) in my life. Time well spent. Well, just like, I didn't know. Like there was like, it was just such a super weird time. And like, I felt that like watching the news a whole bunch was really Mm. bad and you couldn't really like go out anywhere. I mean, I think that's when a lot of people discovered TikTok. (laughs) That's when everybody's like, well, this is entertaining. Yeah. Um, But from a business side, it was analyzing, okay, what do we need to cut back on financially? that we don't have to have moving forward mm-hmm. just to stay liquid. So your mind went money first. Mine went money first. So is that, was that, does that mean like cutting everything way, way back or like, how do you No, It was because there's only like, so much you can like cut back on. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think we cut much. If anything, it was more of like watching the, extra spending on what we would normally use for like meals to entertain clients or gifting or all those kind of fluff expenditures that Mm -hmm. weren't a necessity to operate. Yeah. So it's funny because I think in these kind of situations, um, I had a coaching client yesterday Mm -hmm. and we were talking about, she's making this big change in her business and she's kind of going from having a kind of a more secure, stable situation with like a regular paycheck to basically commission only. Yeah. And her attitude right out of the gate was, okay, I'm not going to go out with friends to drink anymore Mm -hmm. or for drinks. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to stop eating out. I'm only going to do things that are free. And it's like, my first thing is like, that's not sustainable. No. And I think people do it in business too. And they, a lot of times they do it with like employees. They do it with like their marketing. They'll just like evaporate their marketing. Yeah. And it's like, my mind's like, well, how are you going to attract sales if you don't have the right right marketing in the marketplace, number one. And then if you don't have the right people to support the business because Mm -hmm. you've laid them all off, like how are you going to maintain your customer service and like really plow forward in, in, you know, whatever the market might be to take advantage of those opportunities. And I would say COVID is probably a poor example of how we looked at things just because it was literally the world halted for a minute. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like an, oh shit, like got to, you know, tighten up while we can here and just figure out what's going to happen. Um, but I think in today's shifting market, it's more of taking a look at what are you going to do? What's changing in your market and what do you need to do to attract more business in that, you know, in that type of market? So like today, if we're trying to go get listings, I'm going to focus on you know, mailers, door knocking, uh, calling past clients to see if they want to sell their houses, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's what you're going to double down on. But if we're shifting into a healthier buyer's market, call all those people that didn't get a house for the last two years Mm -hmm. and focus on that. And that maybe it's not their costs go down because maybe you don't have to do these mailers or, you know, you, you shift your target. So I don't think it's looking at expenditures as much as are those working to help you grow your business so and like, like an, reanalyzing. So, so first step is really 
taking an analysis of your expenses and mm-hmm. going, am I getting a return? Mm-hmm. I think is what I'm hearing you say. That sounds much better than what Okay. No, no, it was, <laughs> no, no, you, you got it. You got it. I was just, I had the benefit of listening and processing uh-huh. and I'm like, okay. And I just process out loud. Yeah. No, I can... normally do that. Um, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot and then I get a sound cool and be like, well, you're looking for a return on your investment. The answer is. Uh, no. So, okay. So totally looking at things to get in return mm-hmm. and, and, in some cases, there are things that are just frivolous expenses. Totally. Auto, auto pay stuff. Yeah. That's my go-to. Yeah. Anytime I'm looking at a shifting market or I'm looking at how to, you know, lean up, mm-hmm. I just go to the old auto pays. I'm like, oh, 24 hour fitness. Haven't been there in a right? while. Yeah. Um, 24 hour fitness is kind of gross. Yeah. Did you go there? <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. It was gross. Of course you did. Yeah. I hope they're not trying to sponsor our show. <laughs> Shoot, just lost that deal. Uh, all right. Dang well, it. Planet Fitness. Dang it. Um, right. So, okay. So, leaning up. Um, and then, you know, I think there's only so much you can lean up to. Mm-hmm. And and in many cases, kind of one of the things you're saying is sometimes it makes sense in a shifting market to spend more on mm-hmm. things if you're getting a great return. Mm-hmm. Because what happens in a shifting market is some of those things become you know, discounted or on sale or especially in the marketing, like we saw it in COVID. Yeah. If you remember, it was like all of a sudden like these marketing opportunities that were, you know, not available or Mm -hmm. were more expensive became cheaper and more available. And like you could kind of double down on some of it and really go after it. So I thought that that's super interesting. Um, What about the top line? Because that's the other part, right? So it's like there's the kind of top line, how much money you're bringing in, and then mm-hmm. people typically start bottom line. They try to lean up. And we right. talked a little bit about, you know, that's that's the intuition, I think, is that, you know, you go at it and you say, oh, man, we got to lean up. We've got to cut expenses. we got to do, 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 rather than go, hey, there's going to be more opportunity in the market because potentially some of the competition is bailing out mm-hmm. or doesn't have faith in their ability. We can go get a bigger piece of the market. Yeah. I love a shifting market because it's an opportunity to get ahead of everybody else that was able to ride the coattails of something that was like churn and burn and everybody was making money and it was like falling off of trees and it was Mm -hmm. easy. Real estate especially. It's like number one, everyone in their grandma has a real estate license. <laughs> right. But then number two, there's no barrier to entry. None. So anyone really can pass a test. You don't you even pass have to, a test in California. You get a cheat to take the test. I, I mean, it's, anyways, insane. that's it's a whole insane. nother thing. I hope the DRE is not going to sponsor our show. <laughs> 24 hour fitness yeah. and DRE. Yeah. Bummer. Thanks for listening in. So, right. So, you know, there's the, co- I would, I would argue that while, maybe the competition feels stronger. I think maybe the number of competitors Mm -hmm. actually lessens. It's just you're up against maybe more people that are either faster to adapt Mm -hmm. um, or more, you know, pivot quicker um, or more skilled. Like, you know, their, their business was already in such a great place that it allows them to take advantage. Well, and I think that's the name of the game is to not shy away from it, Mm -hmm. not be in denial about a shift. And then, have take the time to have the forethought to say, okay, what could this look like? What should we prepare to do? Like, don't wait for the shift to happen. If you think it's going to lean, and I'm just going to go back to real estate, heavier towards buyers, start to contact those people now. So you're top of mind, start to do things that will make it less painful when things change. Those that are going to be successful are going to be prepared. So as you're saying that, kind of one of the things that was coming up for me is 
what if you're wrong? Right? What if you're wrong about the shifting market? Does it really matter? No. Because if you're leaning up your expenses, analyzing your ROI, and you're going even harder at winning new business, don't you win either way? You do, Dave. Yeah. It's a win-win. It is a win-win. Yeah. Yet so many people stay out of action on it. And they do what a lot of, I, I've seen it, a lot of people are waiting for evidence that it's shifted in order for them to take action or make their shift. Right. And then it's too late. And, and then it, you're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't take action now, if you really think it's going to be a thing, and if you don't, great. But I mean, if you are smart and review data within your company and within your business sector, like use that to your advantage. That's all. You know, what's interesting you brought up about data is like, do you, have you ever gotten in a mode where it's like, you almost kind of try to talk yourself out of like the data is too new. So maybe somehow it's not relevant. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. I think about Probably. like, I think that about that with like the stock market, for example. Yeah. So it's actually I, a great example. So I saw recently, um, it was, it was Warren Buffett and was basically talking about buying the dip and that whole mm-hmm. thing. And it showed this historical graph of all these dips mm-hmm. and people for the most part were late to the dip. They're mm-hmm. always on the other side. Mm-hmm. And even if they bought early and it dipped more, they still came out for the good. Mm. And it made me think about where I'm reading all this stuff and there's all this advice out there, like buy the dip right now, you know, this patterns this and all these like crazy analysts are, are basically weighing in on this going, hey, this is going to be good, a good opportunity to get into the market right now. And my mind was talking myself out of it the whole time. Like, well, you know, there's probably going to be another one, mm-hmm. even though they were like presenting all these great facts and charts and like all these yeah. really super smart people. It's like I was busy talking myself out of like how it's not an opportunity. And I think that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. It happens in your industry. I know a lot. Yeah. It's like you can see, you know, the trends and people are like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Those facts are a little sus. Well, and I mean, I think part of it is we're usually talking about future predictions, right? And you can't predict the future, but data is powerful. And I don't think we look to that enough. I think a lot of people go off of how they're feeling or what they're seeing in the news and not going to good resources. And you were talking about earlier before we got on here was your, your resources and where you're getting your information from is super important. Yes. And I think there's a lot of people getting bad information from bad resources and that's a little scary if you're going into a shifting market. Yeah. Or incredibly biased yeah. sources, you know, <laughs> like, like alt right, alt left, like uh-huh. whatever, very political spun out, you know, media. It's like, that's probably not where I'm going to go yeah. look for um, my information. I'm probably going to go to trade associations mm-hmm. that are maybe not involved in big lobbying. Yeah. You know, like areas that I, it's like facts that I can, I can really have some trust that my best interests are in mind. Right. I wouldn't necessarily go to like Fox or CNN. No, not, I was actually not watching, M- I was watching MSNBC yesterday and they said that um, sales are off 50%, just huh. this blanket statement. And when I looked, I'm like, sales are not off 50%. Like no, nowhere that I could find sales are off 50%. It's like, I don't even know where they get it. I don't even know where they get the information. I think it's just nice to have that giant red arrow on the screen and people yeah. are like, holy crap. And that's another good point too is yes, look at outside resources, but also be sure to track your own business. Uh-huh. Like look at good what point. your business has done. Like if you've been in this business for a while, you might be able to look at, you know, something that's happened in the past, what worked, what didn't and use that 
you know, learn from it and implement it going into the next shift. So a big, I agree. I think that's a really good point is look at your own business and, and trust your own experience, yeah, right? you know, or what you're seeing in front of you. Right. Because you know? usually you're having conversations with people and, and I mean, we're living it, right? Like, yes, people can predict things and have generalized conversations, but you're the boots on the ground. So use that information to your advantage. Be an active listener as well. Active we listener. just were talking yes. about active listening. Um, you know, it's surprising. People sometimes get into such a, you know, they're trying to think about what the next thing they're going to say. Mm-hmm. Or they're so entrenched at how they feel that they can't, they literally are not hearing what's being said to them. Mm -hmm. And to your point, you know, if you're wondering what the consumer is up to, or you're wondering how people are feeling about the market, and these would be people that would be maybe buying your product or service, you have to listen to what they're saying. Mm. And, and it's that same thing as the whole data. It's like our, our minds can warp what's being said and we can twist it for to be something that what they're not actually saying, something different, they're warping it in their yeah, heads. Yeah. So I think being an active listener and really taking in what they're saying and trying to not spin it in your head yep. to match what you feel your reality is, mm-hmm. um, I think is super important. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about mindset real quick. Okay. I think <laughs> you're Go like, okay, it. sure. <laughs> so no, the reason I say mindset is because I think that's a big part of it is mm-hmm. how do you keep your mind in a good place? Yeah. Because if it's being, if it's on attack that, you know, the world's getting gloomy and the the dark Mm -hmm. clouds are rolling in, it's pretty easy to go there. Mm. So what do you do? Well, I'm going to give you an example of something that I just experienced actually. So I feel like mental health is discussed a lot these days. Yeah, a lot. And I'm almost of the opinion that it's almost too much where it makes you question like yourself and you're like, shit, do I, am I Controversial statement. Right. So the the reason this is a hot topic for me Mm -hmm. right now. So every three months we go to a doctor's appointment for my daughter and you meet a slew of um, professionals. One of them is a social worker. Mm -hmm. So they probably deal with some families that might need like financial support or make sure they have food on the table, whole thing. Right. And she'll come in and she already sounds like she's in tears, this poor sweet woman. And you're just like, She's very fragile mm-hmm. and she's the social workers. Yes. And she's asking you about anxiety oh. and, um, depression and, mm-hmm. you know, did that situation, did she talk quiet sad? like this? Yes. <laughs> really selling and just this. her being in the room, everyone made gets me sad. feel anxious and sad. Oh. And it almost brought my daughter to tears just talking to her because of like the way she presented it and presented this information. As soon as she left the room, I was like, did that just, did she make you feel like sad? Just, mm-hmm. and she's like, yes. She's like, I couldn't help myself. It made me want to cry. I don't know what was going on. And I think it's like, you have to be able to sometimes remove yourself from those outside influences mm-hmm. and find your, whatever can bring you back to that mindset stuff. And I think we did a podcast on mindset, but it was just interesting that we have so much going around with talks about mental health. And I feel like it's almost too much to some extent, just because it makes you almost it feel that way. Right. Like yeah. when some, when somebody keeps telling you, you're, you're fat, you're, well, gonna, it, you're it projects. Gonna, it projects, right. Mm-hmm. So this woman was projecting and she's like, Oh, you're going into middle school. That's, it's a challenging time. It's like, well, that's kind of fucked up. Now she's going to think middle school is going to be terrifying. Yeah. She was stoked like going into this. She's excited to go to middle school. It's gonna be great. Yeah. So I think the projecting and that's probably long story short, what I'm trying to get to is, 
don't let people project their fears and their assumptions of going into a shifting market. Yeah. Don't let that influence your mindset. Be like, this is my favorite time of year because this is where I weed out the competition and I'm going to have the foresight to prepare ourselves to thrive in a different market. It's just going to be different. So a shift is a change. It's not up or down because whatever you do for your business is still going to set yourself up for success. I agree. So what I'm hearing in that is <laughs> please dissect it. No, 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 no. I, I'm getting it now. <laughs> I have to done. process. So I think what, what I'm hearing in that is, you know, who you're hanging out with and who you're spending your time with, it's yes. going to have a lot of influence. Oh yeah. And also what you digest. I mean, I kind of said at the beginning of this podcast, I mean, stay out of the headlines. Mm hmm. You know, stay out of stay out of doomsday scenarios. A shift is not a death sentence. Right. You know, a shift is is a time to innovate and pivot and grow and Mm -hmm. learn about yourself and your business and what you're capable of. And if you need to make changes, you make the changes. um, And there's a lot to learn from that. So I think I think that's good stuff. Um, Okay. I like it. The market has shifted. Yeah. So if you're not preparing, prepare now. Is there anything that you're doing right now as you think about this, you know, whatever the unknown market, is there anything that you're really purposefully doing that you think might be helpful? For us, we're changing who we are targeting and how we're targeting our clientele based on it. I mean, ours is so straightforward, buying or selling, right? So we see an opportunity for buyers in this market there's wins to be had now. Anybody that was burnt out, we can get them into a house. So we are targeting those people. Nice. Yeah. I like that. So you're just shifting your, your, your target. Yeah. But we're not tightening up on funds yet. No, no, No. I don't see a need. Okay. I like it. Doubling down. Yeah. I like it. Get rid of the competition. Yeah. Take them out. Bye. Take them out. Um, okay, great. Well, this was fun. I'm glad we did this. Me too. It's only took a month. And, um, as always, let us know if there's something you want us to, uh, chat about anything you want us to help you simplify. So then you can go and amplify. Wow. There we go. That's gold right there. And 24 hour fitness. We'll be looking out for your phone call (laughs) in the California department of real estate, um, for trash talking. So, all right. Thanks KQ. We'll talk to you guys soon. Later.